Welcome to the Successful Driver Podcast presented by Aero Truck Sales. Uh, really appreciate you taking the time to listen to our show. We hope that we are providing something valuable to our listeners. That's why we came out to do this. We have a lot of people within this industry uh, that we have connections with and a lot of knowledge base in a variety of different areas just within our company. And we're hoping to provide both of those perspectives and we're hoping to hear from some of our uh, our truck drivers out there that have done business with us as well. We've got a lot of really cool stuff planned for this show, uh, and and we'll we'll get to some of that here in the near future. But we are going to play part two of our conversation with Nick Lombardo, uh, purchasing and sales here at Aero Truck Sales. Really valued his insight and getting a, a unique perspective from his angle, from his perspective in the trucking industry. Uh, we'll be sure to provide you more than just the opinions and the, and the perspective of people within Arrow. But there were a couple people we really wanted to kick this show off with here in the building, and Nick was one of them. And uh, I, if you haven't listened to part one, I thought it was very valuable, it was very interesting. So here is our conversation, part two, with Nick Lombardo. Thank you all so much for listening. We were in a pandemic year. This has been you know, difficult. This is, you know, this has been really tough on a lot of people. A lot has happened in the trucking industry though. What have you kind of seen just with the trucking industry itself, you know, this last year that, you know, any significant changes, anything that you've kind of just noticed about this industry in the last year? I think the the biggest thing I can say right off the bat without a doubt is resolve. Um, mm. This industry didn't miss a beat. <laughs> no. Um, we never closed our doors. Um, I talked to one of our branch managers, actually a couple of them, but one in particular stands out that went in, he was in the Northeast and the authorities tried to shut them down once a week, at least come in and say, you guys are not essential. You need to close your doors. And he fought it and we stayed open and we still delivered trucks. And so not just the resolve from Arrow and the truck dealerships that remained open, both for sales to provide trucks, but the uh, mechanics and you know service departments, so forth. Um, but also our customers that still continued to chug forward and upgrade and really didn't miss a beat and really kind of changed the way they buy trucks in terms of you know they had to do a lot of it online and then go in you know, less contact to take delivery of the truck. I mean, when I was selling trucks, you did a test drive. I jumped in the cab of the truck with the guy. You're sitting there right next to you. That was hard to do there in the early days of the pandemic. You right. weren't allowed to do that in some cases. So, yeah. um, you know, so yeah, it was, it was the, just the resolve. Everybody that I've talked to and met that plowed through it um, and, you know, really didn't miss a beat. I mean, we, we kind of pulled in our horns a little bit because we didn't know it was going to happen. And so we kind of quit buying inventory for a little bit. And then, you know, our great, awesome customers were like, we need trucks. Yeah. We need to keep rolling. And so before we know it, sales are picking up. So now we got to go buy more trucks, you know, and then more sales and more trucks and through all this. And we're scratching our heads saying the rest of the world's in a pandemic and our business is really starting to take off. And so, yeah, just the result for the entire industry. Um, and, and again, a thank you to our customers that had that resolve. They didn't go park their truck and they didn't go hide in their house with their mask on. They got in their truck, 
started it up, they jammed the gears and they rolled down the road with freight. And, you know, they kind of, I think, set the tone that helped us set the tone and the rest of the country, you know, you know, plow through this. All right. So obviously I think the pandemic has kind of been a, a, a market disruptor in a lot of different ways. And in the trucking industry, it's actually kind of boomed. I think there's a lot, you know, the demand, demand for freight out there is just, you know, has really changed this, this industry. But in recent memory, do you think anything else has really disrupted the market in the last five years that you've kind of noticed something that's really been a, a disruptor here? You know, kid, I don't know about the, the last five years, but definitely 08, 09 sure. uh, was in, you know, industry disruptor just because of the, the recession. But not only that, I mean, when you remove a, such a huge segment, if you think about what goes into building a home or a house, yeah, um, that affected the trucking industry huge. And I think there's a lot of companies that never recovered from that. So that way, and then at the same time that 08 hits, what do we have? We had a new emission uh, EPA mandate on the truck. So the equipment, you know, there's less freight, houses aren't being built, roads aren't being built, the country's in recession. And now you got a truck that is unproven, doesn't get as good a fuel economy, it's got all this new equipment and sensors on it. So that to me probably may have even been a bigger impact on our industry during that time frame than really the pandemic has been, you know, the, the pandemic honestly has been kind of a positive impact. It's a positive disruption. I mean, that, you know, there's, there's really disruption doesn't always mean negative. You know, there's both sides of that. Right. And seeing the positive lately has been crazy. Obviously, you know, you're talking about something that really negatively impacted our industry in a lot of different ways. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other thing, has been the emissions, the emissions things starting back in 03 right. when they first came out with the first wave of, of emissions. There was a big pre-buy and then people, you know, nobody wanted to be the guinea pig on the new equipment. And then there was another one in 07, 08. And then we had another one in uh, 12, 13. So now that we're kind of through all that and we've learned from each of those st- steps, both again, our customers, you know, fleets, suppliers, yeah. leasing companies, et cetera. Um, We've kind of learned how to get through all that. Um, a lot of it was, you know, they, there were some companies that made some mistakes with engine and, and equipment. But now that we're through all that, I think truly, probably right now, it's probably as, as good a quality in terms of what you can buy in the marketplace as far as a used truck than we've ever had in, in really in my in, in my career. Because yeah. you, the, the, the equipment has been perfected. They're cleaner for the environment. They're safer, easier to drive, more aerodynamic, um, and they're and they're becoming more and more um, efficient in terms of just the productivity. Um, so yeah, it's 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 and and I think maybe now that I say that out loud, maybe that helps explain some of our success that we've seen um, of late in terms of. It is the equipment is as good as it's gotten in a long time, and I think it's only going to continue to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, so, yeah, it's a great time to buy used equipment, and you can get a lot of truck for the money right now. Plus, the the price of new trucks has gone up so high sure. that um, you know the value you get on that on that used equipment is, um, is again is as good as it ever has been. Right. And I think those technological advances we're kind of talking about a little bit, you're seeing a lot of that and the standard being raised 
you know, for what's going into these trucks, I think there is a, you know, there's a benefit to the use use side of this thing continually as technology advances and people can, you know, build more confidence in the units that that are out there and available. You kind of talked about, you know, the housing industry. One of the things I'm kind of interested to see is I think there's, a, you know, there's a demand for houses out there. There's a, there's a housing shortage. There's yeah. not a bunch of new houses being built. When that market comes back, it's going to be fascinating to see how that disrupts the the trucking industry as well, because there will be a demand for for freight with with you know raw materials. I think for these homes, as that market booms too. So that's something I'm kind of you know keeping an eye on here uh, in the near future. Uh, that, that that I think that that could really be a, a positive disruptor for this market as well. Um, I wanted to I wanted to close this out here with you know with with you on this one question. Um, the biggest fear today for drivers wanting to become owner operators from your perspective, what you've heard, what you've experienced, what do you think the biggest fear for drivers wanting to become owner operators is based on what you've heard and learned? I I would have to say, and if, if they're not afraid of it, I think they should be, but, you'd have to be some fear or in the back of your mind um, of a, of a major failure. Uh, if an engine goes major catastrophe back when I started, you could get an old 12, seven Detroit overhauled for about six, seven grand today, you know, multiply that times about five or six, you're talking 30, 35, 40 grand. So I would encourage all our customers um, if you don't have a good amount of cash flow and you can't cover that kind of a failure expense, um, purchase the warranty because the warranties will cover a lot of that. And I'm not just saying that to try and pitch our warranty for Arrow. Um, I'm saying that sincerely because it's it is it's huge. The the with all the technology, with the advancements in the trucks, it's just more expensive. The labor rates are more expensive. The downtime is costly. Um, everything about it. So I know on there's a product on some trucks called a one box. Um, it's, it was about $11,000 to have to replace that. That's not an engine overhaul. That's just an emissions system. Um, so, and we have warranties or there are warnings available that, that will cover that as well. So if, 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 if it were me or if I'm maybe given any advice or, or what to answer your question, what would what do I think they'd be most fearful of? Major catastrophe, major failure as far as their equipment. Um, and that again is one of the reasons, you know, Arrow's successful because we help make that fear as little as possible or that risk as little as possible, which hopefully should eliminate that fear. Right. Trying to like, we try to like we talk, I talked with the Seth a little bit about this, is just trying to eliminate you know, some of the, the barriers, the concerns, the fears by providing things that will help customers in various walks of this industry feel a level of comfort. And it, it maybe, you know, some people, the warranty may not be for everyone necessarily. No, some absolutely. guys are going to walk in and feel more confident. They're going to look at a truck and say, I can, I can handle X, Y, and Z. But some people aren't like that, and that's okay. There's varying walks of life in this industry. We try to provide as many different things as we can to help eliminate those barriers, those fears. Not everyone has those fears, though. You know, not everyone does. 
the older, you know, some of the guys that have been in the industry a lot longer, we see, you know, we kind of just got to get out of their way sometimes when they walk in. Cause they know, I mean, they know more about these trucks sometimes than, than our, our salespeople almost, you know, because they've just been in them. So. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, it, and I think to your point, Kent, if, if you've been in it longer and you know more about it and you're more prepared for it, mm-hmm. then you're not going to be as fearful of it. Right. You know? So yeah. that's, you know, that's why. And, and so I guess with that, probably fear of the unknown, but if that unknown is a major catastrophe, um, like I said, you, you, you know, I, that would be the thing that I would think would be the biggest concern and fear. You, you can, right. you can't control fuel costs. You can't control freight rates. There's a lot of things you can't control, but that's one thing you control is your protection and um, making sure you know, protecting your investment because it's exactly. a major investment. I I'm, I'm 100% with you, man. I, yeah, I, and if, you, hey, if you're not afraid of it, I'm not afraid. Of, I mean, I buy thousand trucks a year and I don't get warranty on any of them, but I've got the relationship to where if we do have, and it's very rare that we have major catastrophe um, on a lot of trucks. We, we do have problems and issues and that's, that's why we have the relationships we have is we get assistance back from our suppliers oftentimes that will help us take care of, of problems and issues when we buy the truck as well. For sure. So, yeah. Nick, which in turn provides a better product for you guys out there. So. Absolutely. I'm, I, man, I really appreciate your time. This has been a lot. Dude, of- I can't, I can't believe it's been an hour already. I know, right? <laughs> I got more to say. Oh, no. I don't oh, want to ask kidding. you any more questions, Nick. I'm just I, I, I want to take a nap after talking to you. You got too much <laughs> energy out here, my friend. But I, I, I really appreciate you. Uh, thank you so much for joining this show. And uh, yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to bug you again. We're going to talk. Absolutely. I'm just letting you hey, know. Man. And I just found, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, we just found out we've got for maybe podcasts in the future. I know for sure for some podcasts in the future, one of my favorite and best suppliers. Um, well, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but um, huge fleet, lots of owner operators, mover and shaker. Um, and there, there's a father and son and it, it would give us an opportunity to get kind of the old school and the next gen information from the two of them. But they've both agreed here about two hours ago to come on your podcast. So um, are you, Hey, are you sure this is your first podcast? Cause you're already an expert at teasing these things. <laughs> no, I'm serious. But, uh, yeah, these guys are going to be, I, I can't wait to see them on the podcast. Um, I think you're going to have, they're going to offer so much and help enlighten some of our customers. I know a lot of our customers will know who they are, but, um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it for you. It's your, it's your baby, but I'm so excited that they agreed to do it already. And I hope this thing's just going to continue and I can't wait to see, you know, how this evolves. No, for sure. We're, we're, we're here to try to help people, try to provide people all kinds of different perspectives. And frankly, we, we don't want it to come from us. We want to hear from a lot of other people in the industry about what makes a successful driver. And I think there's so many perspectives from a variety of different viewpoints we're just trying to get. And that's, that's one of the things that we're really excited about doing. I do actually have one final question for you. Okay. How many blooming onions have you had in your life? Oh shoot! Um, <laughs> let let's let's let me let me rephrase your question. How many did I have to cut? Because at the outback, the kitchen manager was the only one that could cut the blooming onion. It was such a trademark product that not just anybody could cut it. 
Okay. So funny, <laughs> did I cut? Oh my God. I, my fingers used to be yellow from, uh, and, and you could not get the smell out of your fingers, but you had to have a special onion. It could only have one heart. And um, I mean, literally thousands, bags and bags and bags of onions. Uh, and who brought those bags of onions? They came on a truck, baby. That's exactly right. That's oh. Nick Lombardo. I'm Ken Swanson. Thank you so much for listening to the Successful Driver podcast. We'll catch you later.